This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Well, good afternoon and welcome to the program. I'm Sterling Fox and in just a few moments, doctors Bobby Birdie and Ron Zokel from BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Centers will join us with an update from the fast-moving, increasingly high-tech world of dentistry. And we look forward to your calls, too. But first, here are some of the top consumer stories we're following this week. In a new study from four universities, two in Ontario and two here in BC, we learned this week that nearly ha- a million Canadians had to reduce their food or heating bills in order to be able to pay for their prescription drugs. Another reality was that over a million and a half of us chose not to buy their prescription meds because they quite simply couldn't afford them. Quebec had the lowest percentage of people who couldn't afford their meds, and Canada's most expensive province, B.C., had the highest. The study looked at 2016, and it involved more than 28,000 Canadians. The problems flowing from this inability to afford prescription drugs are huge and expensive. For example, the researchers say those most likely to opt out of buying meds for financial reasons were frequently people suffering from depression, anxiety, and other mental health issues. All people who don't or can't buy their prescription drugs are also at much greater risk of needing emergency care, the most expensive part of our health system. Will these new numbers contribute to the ongoing discussion on a national pharmacare program? You bet. There are new budgets coming from both Ottawa and Victoria in the next couple of weeks. We won't have long to wait and see what, if anything, governments intend to do. And if we need any more evidence to support the claim of being Canada's most expensive province and city, we saw new numbers this week that showed there just aren't any newly built condos under half a million bucks anywhere in the city of Vancouver. None. Sure, you can find newly built condos in Burnaby, North Van, Coquitlam, and so on for under half a million, but they're also only going to be in the area of 450 square feet. This survey, the latest in a series from the real estate data company Altus Group, which notes also that same 500,000 will buy you a nice 1,000 foot uh, square foot, two-bedroom condo in downtown Edmonton or Calgary these days. Toronto, not so much. If you want to live downtown in the center of the universe for under half a million, you can, but the average space you can afford will be just 430 square feet. So how badly do you want it? Really. Another recall to tell you about again this week, and this time it's from Fiat Chrysler, who is recalling over 200,000 Dodge Ram trucks here in North America because they can be shifted out of park without a key in the ignition or a foot on the brake. Included in the recall are the 1,500, 2,500, and 3,500 Ram pickups, and also three models of Ram chassis cab trucks. The model years affected 2017 and 18, and all affected vehicles have steering column shifters. The problem is with a brake pin, which can possibly become stuck, causing unintended rollaways. Now, Fiat Chrysler says it's not aware of any crashes or injuries, and that dealers will update software and make any needed replacements when the official recall begins March 30th. Just a heads up today so you can be ready. 
Tennis superstar Serena Williams is changing car brands. Well, not really noteworthy a story until you realize she's been the brand ambassador for British car maker Aston Martin for the last while. And Serena has just announced an allegiance switch to Lincoln. Serena will appear in a series of videos for the Lincoln Navigator SUV, which she remembers as the first vehicle she ever bought at age 18. She named her car Ginger and drove that Navigator for eight years. At least the brand ambassador has actual life experience with the product, something that rarely happens with these big-time endorsements. Oh, by the way, the Lincoln Navigator recently named the North American Truck of the Year for 2018. And here's a story we've been expecting for some time now. Sun Life Financial, the company that provides health benefits coverage to one in six Canadians, that would be over three million of us, is adding medical marijuana as an option for its group benefits plans, a move Sun Life says is a result of rising interest by many of its employer clients. So, effective March 1st, plan sponsors will have the option to include medical cannabis coverage to extended health care plans ranging from $1,500 to $6,000 per covered person per year. Coverage will be available for certain conditions like cancer-related nausea, rheumatoid arthritis pain, and palliative care. Proponents are pleased their years of efforts have begun to pay off, and they're hopeful other companies will include similar coverage in their benefits plans. Those are some of the stories we're following this week. We'll have a look at a few more later in the program. Stay with us because coming up in just a very few moments, your calls will open up the phone lines on All Matters Dental to Drs. Bobby Birdie and Ron Zokel from BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Centers. You're listening to Vancouver Consumer on 980 CKNW. And welcome back this uh, interesting-looking Saturday afternoon. It appears we're about to have another Major League bite of winter. I, I hate to even say it publicly on the airwaves, but, of course, Global's weather department beat me to it hours ago. It's going to get cold for the next few days, so enjoy a warm Saturday afternoon while you have a chance. A pleasure to welcome back Drs. Bobby Birdie and Ron Zokel from BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Centers in Vancouver and Coquitlam. Gentlemen, good to see you again. How you doing? I'm fine, thank you. We've been talking about hockey. Uh, Dr. Birdie grew up in Edmonton during the dynasty years of the Oilers, knows what real hockey is all about, and it's been a bit of a chore watching Team Canada, but we remain solidly behind our boys, don't we? Absolutely. Oh, Canada all the way. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Ron Zokel, welcome to you, sir. And you are a curler, and it's been kind of fun watching our people over there, hasn't it? (laughs) Indeed it has, and good afternoon to you too, Sterling. It's good to have you both with us. Dr. Birdie, let's talk a little bit about some physical changes to BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Centers. Both offices, the one on West Broadway at 777 West Broadway, and the other one in Coquitlam at 1175 Johnson Street have undergone some renovations in the past few weeks. I understand things are just about wrapped up and it's all done. Yeah, you know, it's it's been, uh, we've had the, the blessing of being able to welcome on new people to our team. So in Vancouver, having uh, a certified dental technician um, in Angus Berry, who's a good personal friend of mine as well, we have built a full, fully digital in-house laboratory uh, in, uh, you know, in the Vancouver office, and it, re- <clears throat> it really allows us to be a one-stop shop. It really allows us to provide really expedited care and under one roof and really provide something that's as digital and as cutting edge as possible every day. And that's really good. And then in, in Coquitlam, we, we've done some renovations to help with the sterilization and also the semantics of the laboratory there as well, just to help with the, the digitization of both clinics. 
I know, Dr. Ron, you and I have talked. In fact, during your last visit, we talked about this renovation, which at the time was still a work in progress. But you were very excited about the possibilities that being that one-stop shop represented because you don't have to farm anything out anymore. It's all done in-house. Well, indeed. And if we do send anything out, it's selective for whatever, any number of possible reasons. But uh, the majority is done right in-house. And when you talk about leading edge, I think this redefines what leading edge is in dentistry. And the lab uh, will be where the lab is at the the 777 West Broadway locations, Dr. Birdie. But, of course, the lab and its staff will service both offices, Vancouver and Coquitlam. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the beauty of it is, too, is that the lab is quite different than it used to be. You know, like when Dr. Dr. Zokal used to run a commercial lab in, in his history and he's been through it. Um, but... Uh, a lab now is is basically you know a milling machine, a three D printer, uh, uh, some work, but morning else a lot of computer screens and a lot of designing software and a lot of computer work. So it's quite different because of how digitized things have become and how digital we can be. Instantaneously, we've become digital in every aspect of, of all care that we're doing. No, it's interesting. You know, when we, I look forward to these conversations with you two because you know, and, and people say you're going to sit down with a couple of dentists for an hour. Oh my God, I wish you well. But you know, <laughs> the fact of the matter is, your world is changing faster than just about every other uh, um, occupational world in terms of the technology available to you. And you two travel the world between the two of you. You cover the planet on an annual basis, delivering lectures to your peers all over the earth uh, talking about these innovations and how they can be best applied locally when they finally arrive in that country. Absolutely. You know, um, some of the places we're going to, Australia, Malaysia, India, some of the other places this year, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and every market's so different, every country's so different, and the things that they have available, some places you go and they've been doing this stuff for years. Sure. Other times you go there and it's been, they, they look like a, like a deer in the headlights. Mm-hmm. Talk to us a little bit about 3D printing, Dr. Ron, if you would, please, because this is a, something that we're all just becoming quite fascinated by, this, this whole technology. And how would it apply in a dental context? Can you actually 3D print uh, implant-type teeth? Well, yes, you, well, you can, absolutely. In fact, uh, you, if you really think about some of the very complex things that are able to be printed are things like handguns, yes, for example. I know. And if you can do that type of a complexity of a structure, then the, the creation of a, of a very, very accurate printed uh, prosthesis, guided surgical procedure, whatever things that need an appliance that you can, you can either mill or print, becomes very, very easy to do at that point. All right. And is it fast? Compared to sending it out to a laboratory, taking impressions, sending that out, getting it back two, three days later. Right. We can have these things printed probably a couple of hours. Is that right? Yeah, we can print something in the same day. And and 3D printing technology, I think globally in almost every single industry that does any type of subtractive milling in, in, the, in the process will be will, will overtake milling globally. It, the reason why is you can 3D print anything and you can 3D print like you can 3D print, print ceramic, you can 3D print metal, you can 3D print everything. I saw a human ear yeah. in a and in a video recently exactly. being developed by a 3D printer. And and, I was floored. And it's because it's not subtractive, you can grow something out of anything and have less waste um, and it can be done anywhere. And it's just based on the resin. It's just based on the material you're using to do it. So that's where we're going to, like, it's going to take some time to test to make sure these things are safe and how long they're going to last. And that's what we do is use things that are, are, are approved and all that, of course. But it's just coming. You'll be able to 3D print food someday. I'm sure of it. 
<laughs> well, I don't know whether I'm looking forward to that or not, but it's certainly a challenge, isn't it? I did promise that we were going to open our phone lines, and let's do that right now, Andrew. It's 604-280-9898. Ben Dooley, the producer of this program, will take your call first. Uh, the lines are open right now to Drs. Bobby Birdie and Ron Zokel from BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Centers. Your questions on all things dental are welcome. 604-280-9898. Back to the 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 rapidity, the quickness at which you can develop uh, teeth using the 3D printer as an example, Dr. Birdie. Uh, the old way we used to do it, you, you, you alluded to it. You had to go in and, and they would give you a steel tray full of gummy plasticini mm-hmm. type material that you would, they would, you know, you had to bite down on it and then you hold it for 10 minutes or whatever. And then, of course, you ha- practically had to take a chisel to get it out of your mouth. <laughs> and that would be, that would be what they would send off to the lab from which they would make uh, the denture or whatever prosthesis was required. Absolutely. That, and and, and the, the funny thing is that that hasn't changed much in almost 30 to 50 years. It's still a very similar process where you know, you're taking some sort of a material, putting it in a tray, squishing it down, let it set, set it somewhere else, they pour it up, and they make something. Right. Now in our office, we take a fully digital impression with a, a fully colored digital impression of everything. It becomes a digital file that never gets lost. There's no goop in someone's mouth. And then it gets sent as a file to the computer, and the teeth are milled or printed, and we never have to use a model for a lot of these cases. So the computer takes care of the of that uh, the, the the whole business of uh, the goop in your mouth, Doctor Ron. It, it sure does. But think of it from this perspective: the accuracy level is spectacular. And in fact, when you take a look at what happens when you take that impression of material, you. Take a material and it goes from a liquid phase to a solid phase, and in that process, it distorts ever so slightly. Right, yeah. Okay, now over time, it'll distort more. Then it's poured up with stone in a laboratory, which is a powder water mixture. When that sets from a liquid to a solid, it distorts as well. So we have a whole mess of built-in inaccuracies that we do everything we can to balance out so the net product has minimal distortion, and digital technology erases the great majority of that. Interesting, because used to be when you got a dental appliance, for example, uh, you would have it. You, it would come back, and you would have it fitted in, and there might be a need to trim a little bit here and, and a little bit there because of those distortions that Dr. Zoko was talking about, Bobby. Uh, so all of that, the digital world erases all of that. It, it, let's put it this way. I won't say it erases it just because we never live in a perfect world, but it will minimize it greatly. Um, so you're allowed to put things in much easier. And the other thing, too, is that it, you're, you're, it's more environmentally friendly. You don't have to be worrying about wasting materials and, and buying materials that are going to be thrown in the garbage later on. You never lose anything. Like, you never lose models. You never lose someone's molds. or, or it, It's a digital file that we have everywhere, and we can go back and look at it. It's in color. We can... And we can take the same machine and take photos with it. it. It is just and plus, if necessary, you could share that file with other professionals. Absolutely. And when we now, when we plan someone's surgery, we take that digital impression, the the video, amalgamate with someone's CT scan, and now we can actually digitize someone's face and their whole mouth, and then plan out what we're going to do for them right before their eyes before we even pick up any type of instrument to do it. Interesting. So it's beautiful in the sense that we can actually create what's called either a digital smile design or or a digital workflow and really digitize a patient before, and they can say thumbs up, thumbs down before we even start. 
Now, you talked about uh, a new person heading up this new digital laboratory. Uh, you also, though, have a couple of other new staff members on board. Uh, you've mentioned them in the past, Dr. Bobby. Uh, why don't you refresh our memories as to the two new uh, professionals you brought on at BC Perio? Sure. So uh, we're really excited to have uh, Dr. David Bridger join our practice. Dr. Bridger's been a prosthodontist, a specialist in, uh, in prosthetic dentistry, for years in the Lower Mainland, he's been around for many years, uh, great reputation, great practice, and he's come and joined our group, which is a great um, attribute for us and a great addition. And then we also have a young prosthodontist and, and Dr. Faraj Edher. Ah, and we he, met him on yeah, the radio yeah, here about a month or so exactly, ago. Exactly. He's a great guy. Interesting guy. Yeah. And he is he is very digital. Uh, you know, right, right when I'm done this, this 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 show today, I have a conference call with a bunch of them discuss how we can, you can further go this this digital workflow to get it even quicker and better along the way. And uh, he's very much that way. So it's great to have these people in our office because it really puts things uh, into perspective and what we can attain and what we can actually achieve. And I suppose also, Dr. Ron, in a strange way, it's motivating. These young Turks out of, out of dental school, keep, you, keep your, old, your older guys sharp because they're, they're pushing the envelope every day. Well, they're very current and uh, their, their knowledge base is very, very strong. And when you have people who are looking out over your shoulder and such, everybody's just a little bit more on their toes to sure. make sure that they, that they make sure that everybody sees that what they're doing is really sharp and is top, top of the line. I talked earlier about the fact that you two, particularly from BC Perry, and there's, there's a group of, of professional uh, dentists, of course, in the, in the group, but you two are the most visible in, in as much as you do an extensive amount of traveling every year and speak to your peers all over the world. Dr. Ron, you were in Tehran last summer, and to your very great surprise at the last minute, you found out you had to do a PowerPoint presentation involving a live patient in front of an audience of several hundred dentists with about a half hour's notice. Good Lord, that was a, that was, that was a whole bunch of hundreds of specialists and uh, oral surgeons and periodontists. That was interesting. And, and it was a PowerPoint presentation plus a live surgical demonstration exactly. without any advance notice. And, uh, and that was interesting. It was, actually, it was a lot of fun. I, was, uh, I very, very much enjoyed it, and they've asked me to come back and do it again. So and I, Dr. Bobby, you are, are lucky in, in differing from Dr. Ron, in that you've got your you've got your advance notice, you know that in a few weeks here in Vancouver at a major dental conference, you're going to do exactly the same thing. You're going to do a live surgical procedure in front of a room full of people who know what you're doing. Uh, absolutely, and, and you know the the live um, you know whenever we're doing CE in these conferences. Having live demonstrations of things are where people learn the most. Sure. Because you get up on a lecture and, and you learn about concepts. When you see someone work and you see how they do something or what, what they're actually doing or, or you understand things, it's a great way for, for a great learning experience. And it's also a great way for, for patients to get care maybe when they couldn't afford it otherwise and be part of something like this. So it really does help us. And Dr. Zolko and I have done this, I don't know how many times now. I think we've done live surgical tr- uh, you know, demonstrations at least a dozen times since we've known each other uh, through various courses and conferences over the years in, in various areas. And uh, it's always a little bit stressful, but it's also, also a, a, always a lot, of, a lot of fun. And what is this conference? Because I remember you, we you talked about it and you were performing at it last year sure. and had to dash back to the radio station and barely made it in time to do the show. That's What's right. the gathering? It's, it's the Pacific Dental Conference. It's the largest dental meeting in, in the 
East and again the country, and uh, it's predominantly in this the, for the Pacific Dental Conference. It's a, pre- a predominant conference for all Western Canada most times, um, and so it's for dentists, dental hygienists, dental assistants. Everyone's there, and it's a massive meeting at the convention center, and it does really well. Well, and, and I know I, we've only got a few seconds before the news break, but how does all of this international travel and activity benefit? A BC perio patient, Dr. Ron. <laughs> I, that's a good question. I, could, I have to think about that for a little while, but I think the just the knowledge base and comparing when people come up and, and show you that what they what they have learned through what you're saying, it validates an awful lot of your own knowledge or perhaps awareness that perhaps you are pretty close to leading edge in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I would think too, Dr. Bobby, that it inspires a fair bit of confidence in any patient sitting down in a chair knowing the fellow that's about to go into my mouth and uh, look around is really knowledgeable and well-known all over the world for what he does. You know, that's the great part. And when you're around, you learn a lot from a lot of people. Interesting. Our guests in studio, doctors Bobby Birdie and Ron Zokel from BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Centers. We will include your calls to 604-280-9898 after the news. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer for a cloudy Saturday afternoon in Vancouver. I'm Sterling Fox in studio, uh, doctors Bobby Birdie and Ron Zokel from BC Perio D- Dental Health and Implant Centers in Vancouver at 7770 West Broadway and at 1175 Johnson Street in Coquitlam. Uh, Dr. Bobby Birdie, you were talking moments ago before the news about a conference call that you have to dash off, you <laughs> drop everything uh, uh, from the radio show at 3 o'clock and you have to boot it out to do an international conference call and it's all about digital dentures now we talked a little bit about the new lab facilities that you have at bc perio for both the vancouver and coquitlam offices which contain uh 3d printers and uh the state of the latest state-of-the-art milling uh, equipment and so on uh, uh talk to us more about for example uh we talked about 3d printers and and making teeth for implant purposes can you also make with a 3d printer uh, a dent Sure. Absolutely. You know, it's amazing. Um, we sent uh, our, 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 sort of our technician, Angus, uh, to a digital denture conference in Pennsylvania in, uh, in October of last year. And the whole three-day weekend conference was about digital dentures, all the different ways to do it, all the different ways that we can go about it. How can we 3D print them? How can we mill them? What can we do? And, you know, we can do all of it now. And it can be very accurate. We've switched completely to digital dentures. It's been now eight months since we've been doing it. For every case, whether it's going to be um, implant-based, non-implant plates, we do regular dentures as well. It's not always an implant-based denture. Okay, and I think that's yeah. important. I'm going to just stop you there for sure. just a second, only if only because uh, the name of the company is BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. So I think it's reasonable for a consumer to ask, pretty basic question, do you do dentures as well as implants? Absolutely. You know, the, the, doing dentures is a prosthesis and, and, and being able to do a digital denture provides so many more benefits. It's it's a file that can always be printed again. Classically, the way the denture was made is that you wax some wax something up in uh, wax teeth onto onto a kind of like a mold. Mm-hmm. And you try it in someone's mouth, and then after that that's done, there's a burnout process that turns that pink wax into pink, you know, acrylic, and that's what makes a denture. It's more of like a plastic denture. Okay. The problem is that if you lose it, you chip a tooth, you break something. Or, you know, things go missing. Well, guess what? You start from scratch again. You get wax out again. You start setting teeth again. It's very rudimentary. With digital dentures, it's a digital file. 
I, I, I look on a screen and digitize and take a look at how the teeth are set, where they're set, how what shape and length and size of them. And if something gets lost, something gets broken, I just mill or print another one. So it's so once again, the technology drives you to a place that, that it's amazing. Secondly, the dentures are much stronger. We don't see for us. We have seen zero chipping or breaking of a denture tooth since going to a 3D printed or milled denture. And it's been fantastic in our office. Uh, and lastly, that's a pretty good record. Well, it, right now it's it's a donut, so I probably put put, put 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 probably put a hex on it right now, but it'll be all right. The other thing too is that um, dent, some people are are allergic to the monomer of a classic denture, like the porosity of it, or, or the or the materials that are used to make a classic denture. Oh, okay. But now that they're milled, they're basically hypoallergenic. So you don't like having an allergy to the material and having any kind of redness in your gums when you're wearing them is much and far less. It hasn't so, occurred to me that people would experience yeah. a, a, a negative reaction, Dr. Ron, to a simple denture. All the time, actually. In fact, people who wear dentures without letting the tissues air or cleaning everything else find we have consistently irritating tissues. And uh, that, we'd rather not have that. Right, exactly. Uh, given now that we, we completely understand, Dr. Bobby, that uh, BC Perio uh, can accommodate a request for either dentures or implants or a combination thereof, uh, which is the preferred approach? Which is going to serve the individual patient better in the longer term? The best thing that's going to serve the patient longer for, for long term is going to be what they decide is best for them. Okay. And the reason why I say that is uh, we, we, can say, we can get up here and say that teeth in one day is the best. I think it's well, the best you know, entry-level fixed treatment we can provide for a patient. It's, it's always going to you know, help your bones stick around. It's better for your confidence. There's studies now that show that when you lose your teeth, there's actually cognitive changes in, your, in, in, in the person and actually a human being when you lose their teeth. It's amazing. New research came out last year. But Really, it's a matter of what's going to work best for that patient. Um, we're happy to provide implant-based treatment, which has superior to, to a denture in all aspects of care, as long as that's the right fit for that patient. And right. that's something that we decide with each individual patient together, because we want to make sure that they're happy. Uh, Dr. Ron, I did a, a story at the preamble to the program talking about uh, Sun Life uh, now adding, uh, adding uh, uh, can- cannabis, uh, medical cannabis, to its options of per- props uh, to group uh, extended benefit programs uh, that may or may not be uh, opted into after March 1st. Uh, I, and it's not about the cannabis uh, I wanted to ask you about. It's the extended group b- benefit plans. The other stuff we can deal with at some other time. How uh, accommodating are dental plans, employee or group benefit dental plans, for either of these procedures, implants or dentures? Uh, for dentures, there are benefits. And for implants, there are some benefits. And every insurance company is going to be a little bit different. And every plan that is purchased within that company is going to be different. So it very much depends on, on how, what's negotiated and what you pay in terms of premiums. Characteristically, uh, significant bone grafting of any kind and placement of the implants as a norm is not part of a dental benefit for most plans. Okay. And that's just something that we've known for a lot of years. If it's an exceptional plan, that might consider those those as a benefit. Okay. Dr. Bobby, I want to talk about, you mentioned it all on four or teeth in one day. This is something that is a, a, a very strong feature of your work at BC Perio. Uh, can you explain how this works? Because frankly, for a lot of us who relate to dentistry in, in fairly old school terms, mm-hmm. the notion of, uh, of going into a dental office uh, at... Uh, 
in the middle of the morning and having uh, all of this, uh, having teeth removed and implants uh, placed and all the rest of that, and you're home by supper time the same afternoon, maybe not tucking into a steak, but nonetheless <laughs> having something to eat for supper. That for a lot of us is just baffling. You know what? It's uh, uh, listen. I'm baffled by it. Uh, when I when I first started about the started this treatment, it's been now 13 years or 12 years since I did the first case that we did, um, and I looked at it. I thought, you know, this is kind of kind of nuts. This is kind of crazy. Yeah. How, how how is this ever going to work? And you know that same patient still sends me a Christmas gift. The first patient. The first patient. So obviously it and, went okay. And so it's one of those things where, you know, it, we relate it to things like 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 hip hip replacement or mm-hmm. knee replacement, very similar. It used to be classically they'd wait a long time for you to put any weight on it. Now you get a hip or a knee, they have you stand to walk that day. That's right. The reason being is your body is a reactive mechanism. If you're able to kind of put some stress on the bone in a very controlled fashion, the bone is going to turn over and it's going to strengthen and bond to whatever's there quickly. And we see that with, with the teeth in one day procedure where we can place implants into the jawbone, put teeth onto those implants on the same day in, and bloat it in a very controlled fashion, we provide a, a service that's actually going to be better for the patient overall. Mm. Yeah. Uh, let me echo that. Uh, and I'll give you the benefit of over 30 years' experience of placing implants okay. because I've done it all those ways, including the delayed creation of teeth for the implants, giving a person a temporary denture over top of implant placement. And when you see the characteristic tissue bone, qual- uh, bone loss in and around implants by not putting fixed implants on immediately, you then recognize the significant value of putting teeth on the implants immediately at the point Get of right placing. to so, it, huh? So not only is the patient benefited by having fixed teeth and solid teeth the day that they have the implants placed and all their other teeth taken out, but the quality of the end result, the quality of the tissues around the implants and the bone retention around the implants and the strength of the bone around the implants is all superior by doing it this way. Interesting stuff. Two things from that, and then here, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking old school. Most people listening have had a tooth pulled somewhere along the trail. It was not a pleasant experience. It hurt like bloody blazes, Dr. Sure. Bobby. So how sure. do you pull out 12 or 13 or more and then install implants and have a person leave without being just a complete mess of pain? You know, it's it's very interesting. Um, you know, I did this case. I did a case yesterday. We did. I've done three of them this week, where we did, you know, upper and lower for someone, a whole mouth of teeth in one day for somebody, and it's interesting that the teeth come out quicker than you think. the 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 beauty of the way that Dr. Zokal and I go about this is that it's very minimally invasive. Um, we are we are very gentle in the way we go about it. But people are very well anesthetized when we get through it. But more than anything is, else, is it local or do you get knocked out? I, I, you know what? For ninety nine percent of the time, either it's going to be just local anesthetic, okay. or possibly an oral sedative. Uh, and and the reason being is because when we're putting some, these teeth in and we want someone to smile and to be able to bite, we sure. also want them to have their wits about them a little bit as well, so they can accommodate that. And the lastly, the reason why is is the biggest fun and the best, the rewarding thing that we can do, and I'm sure Dr. Soko will echo this, is when a patient gets to see, when someone gets to see their teeth at the end of the day, and they get to see what they look like now, mm. that is just the best feeling in the world when you see how much you've changed something and seen how someone feels about themselves. And they can't do that if they're asleep. And you talked, <laughs> both of you have talked extensively about the psychological changes that occur in any human being when he or she loses their teeth. And it is profound. The first thing that individual does is stop 
smiling. Mm-hmm. And for a human not to be able to smile because they're just too darned embarrassed to do so is extremely unnatural. And therefore, you're going to get some weirdness as a result of that, Dr. Ron. It's just that simple, isn't it? It is very true. And and the reality is what we say that we change people's lives, and, and that is not an overstatement by any stretch of the I imagination. I believe you. And, and I, I, I recall this, too, this couple that recently came into my office, my part of my office, where we did an upper and lower all-on-four prosthesis. They were so happy. Both of them received their teeth at exactly the same day on this. And and when they finished, it was uh, it was in the late morning, and they asked myself and my assistant, would we care to go and have dim sum with them, have lunch? So we <laughs> enjoyed that opportunity, going have to have lunch with people who we just placed all these teeth in their mouth, upper and lower teeth. And and what a spectacular event that was. That was Do- great. But Dr. Bobby, back me up again. Just I'm back on this whole old school mind thing. When I got a tooth pulled, yep. they, they warned me it was going to be painful and you might experience something called dry socket. Sure. And they gave me all this gauze to run around in my mouth with for a day or two and apply pressure when needed and a, a little brown bag full of T3s or some painkiller thing. So multiply that by 12. Uh, and, and then on top of this, you're also now in that hole where the tooth once was. And is that where you install the, the, uh, the, the, the stud for the, uh, the, the tooth to sit on in the bottom of that hole where the tooth once was? So, and that's a great question. So if we're doing a single implant or a multiple, let's say two or three implants in a row, yes, they'll actually go right down the same socket or that we call it or a hole that's there. And the beauty of that is that the body now feels like it, the, the, the hole that was vacant is now filled again. So mm. by putting something in there, we see that patients do much better in terms of pain tolerance and, and less pain on it. I guess we, it's confusing your your pain signals, if nothing else. Exactly. Right? When we do when we do someone's <laughs> two things going on. When we do someone's entire mouth or entire arch, we're, a lot of times teeth are implants are placed either between where the teeth were or sometimes in them. The key difference is this: when we put implants in and we put fixed teeth on, imagine if you cut your arm and you had a scab on your arm. Okay, and on your arm, someone was pushing on it all day, rubbing it and pushing it, rubbing it and pushing it, rubbing it and pushing it. It would hurt. Yeah, and it would be annoying, and you'd be. You'd probably end up with a bruise. Exactly, right? right? So when you take someone's teeth out and you give them a denture to wear, you give them something removable to wear, or you give them something to push on all the time, guess what you're doing? You're taking a wound and pushing on it all day, all day. and it's Even that little thing of gauze, right? You're pushing on it. When you put fixed teeth in someone's mouth, there's no give. There's no movement. There's no nothing. It's like having a fixed cast on your arm again. You put something fixed in the area. It doesn't move. And from that point, the body does so much better in all parts of the body if it has a fixed point to heal to. So, Dr. Ron, is, is, would it be simplistic to say that if you get all of this done in one day, your pain threshold is so confused by the messages, you're actually in pretty good shape at the end of it all? If you listen to the patients and how they feel when they come out of their anesthetic, you'll find a great majority of them will say, we didn't even need to take an aspirin. Wow. And that's a very, very common report that we get back. That's, that's extraordinary. Time, and it's difficult to believe. Again, if, if you've had no experience with dentistry other than the old school stuff, and you haven't really seen a modern dentist in the last few years, a lot of this stuff is just it's, it's almost yeah. unbelievable. I think there's, a, there's something that we can, we can fall back on. Part of it's pharmacology and what we'll give patients to help uh, interfere with a pain 
reflex process in the swelling and reduce that. But also, when you take a look at the technologies that we have to clean out diseased areas and get rid of diseased tissues, the body... Which is where a lot of the pain comes from. And a lot of... The body no longer has to do that job if we do it surgically for that person. So the area that we treat is almost... It's like it's gone advanced a few weeks because it no longer has to manage that diseased tissue and it doesn't have to take it away and then rebuild. It just goes straight into the rebuilding process and that is not painful. So essentially you just bypass a lot of steps that used to take, in many cases, uh, days and multiple visits. Mm-hmm. How many visits, Dr. Bobby, would it take for a person to have, say, one half, either upper or lower, completely redone, all the teeth extracted and replaced with implants? How many dental office visits would that take? So in, in our office, you come in for one consult. Uh, we might do records that day. That's one appointment. The very next appointment we would see you, you'd get the procedure done. <clears throat> And, and that's that, it. And that's it. So any, to, after that, there's maybe a check or two, but after, after that, there'll be only two other significant appointments where we take impressions and give you your final new set of teeth maybe a few months later after things have healed. That's the whole deal. So actually right now, we've got it down to irrespective of the material, irrespective of the patient, or if we're doing one or two or either it, we've got it down to between four and five visits beginning to end, and that includes your initial consultation. It is absolutely... Compared to what I did in residency where it took us 12 visits or 15 visits or 18 visits sometimes, it's amazing. Well, again, and I'm just re- relating to experience that most of us have in our, in our backgrounds with dentists since childhood. And, you know, a lot has changed. Uh, and I think uh, the notion, Dr. Ron, that, that it all can be happen, it all can happen so fast and so thoroughly in such a, a short number of occasions is what is comforting and welcome to a lot of people, but still kind of almost a mystery. Well, it is. And if you're not used to seeing that or hearing it or doing it, it is, it's hard to believe. It's hard to imagine. And, and for those people that we train to do this stuff, they, it changes their practice and the way they conduct their efforts in dentistry and improves their, the experience of their patients as well. We see it all the time. And those that do get into and knowledge, knowledge about these protocols, uh, it, everything changes for them. Their whole world changes. Interesting stuff. Uh, now, uh, as uh, 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 making an appointment, uh, getting to see one of the world-class dentists at BC Perio, Dr. Bobby, how many months am I going to have to wait if I want to see that nice man I just heard on the radio? You know, we, we have openings every week set aside for, for, for listeners on the radio, for both Dr. Zokal and myself. Um, when, we, when you call into the office, you'll get to see one of us or one of the other specialists in the office. Uh, we've got lots of doctors in the office that are able to accommodate patients. We try to do our very best to get them in right away because we know people have needs and we want to help you. And Dr. Ron, is it necessary to have a referral from your home family dentist or can you just call out of the out of the blue and make an appointment without a referral? No referral is required. We'd be very happy to see you. And if it means also working with your existing dentist or not, depending on your choice, sure. we will accommodate either way. Okay. BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. By the way, lots of great information on a terrific website. It's BC Perio, and Perio is P-E-R-I-O, so it's bcperio.ca. And then all the contact points, the addresses, phone numbers, uh, you can click on the thing to make an appointment. It's all right there at bcperio.ca. The offices in Vancouver on the fifth floor at 777 West Broadway, and in Co- uh, Coquitlam, rather, on the second floor at 
1175 Johnson Street. Doctors Bobby Birdie, who has to dash literally as soon as he turns his mic off to take that international conference call. Thanks for 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 creating a little time for us this afternoon. We appreciate it. Absolutely good to see you again, Doctor Ron Sokol. Always a pleasure, sir. And we'll hook up in another few weeks. I look forward to it, Sterling. BCPerio.ca. We're back after this. And once again, our thanks to Drs. Bobby Birdie and Ron Zokel from BC Perio for another very informative visit. Lots more information available at any time at bcperio.ca. Next week, another Vancouver Market real estate update from the pros at 1% Realty. Time now for the Steel Report. And today, Linda looks at Canada Goose and its court fight with counterfeiters. I'm Linda Steele, and this is your Steele Report. Toronto-based luxury winter coat company Canada Goose is trying to crack down on counterfeiters by filing a lawsuit in U.S. federal court in Chicago. The suit is aimed at Chinese counterfeit manufacturers that sell fake goods on hundreds of unauthorized websites. Canada Goose is among the most recognizable and must-have luxury brands, and according to retail employee Matthew Kerr, the coats are among the most replicated counterfeit products available on the web. Michael Jordan's shoes, Louis Vuitton, Chanel, where people are always replicating that, and it seems like Canada Goose is kind of like taken the top seat as the new thing to be replicated. It's nearly impossible to go directly after the counterfeiters. Steve Burnus is with the Better Business Bureau. It's really difficult. The police do it. The federal you know, authorities will go after it, but it's really difficult because they pop up and they go away pretty quickly. So if you're in the market for a new coat, here are some tips to avoid being fooled. Look for the famous hologram polar bear label sewn in the inside. And remember that counterfeit fur often looks tangled and dirty. And it may seem obvious, but be sure to check all the jackets labeling for misspelled words. I'm Linda Steele, and that's your Steele Report. Thank you, Linda. The Linda Steele Show happens weekdays 2 to 6 on 980 CKNW. Time for a couple more consumer quickies before we go. We talked about this with mortgage broker Angela Calla on the program just a couple of weeks ago. And now there's a new survey from CMHC in which over 2,500 first-time home buyers were asked about how much they understand all the details of new home buying. One-third of them said they do not have a full understanding of all the costs at all. There's a lot of money involved in purchasing a new home of any type, and the details are complex but critical to understand. The new stress test and other recent changes have only served to complicate the picture more for many newbies to the housing game, especially those who are already having difficulties figuring out mortgage payments, condo fees, property taxes, utility costs, and so on. CMHC points out simply that with the enormous costs involved, it's really important to understand all the details before taking the plunge, and a mortgage professional could be a great place to start your education. The folks at PetSmart are conducting National Pet Adoption Weekend across Canada, and today and tomorrow, with the help of over 200 animal welfare organizations, they hope to see thousands of dogs, cats, puppies, kittens, rabbits, and a host of other critters adopted by Canadians. The adoptable animals will be on display at PetSmart locations all over the country, and all new pet owners will receive a free adoption kit, what kit rather, which should help integrate a new member into those families. As a doggy person who adopted our Wheaton Terrier two years ago, I can tell you the decision was one of the best we ever made. She's enjoying a life never imagined, and we have a great excuse to stay in shape with the best walking buddy a person could ask for. National Adoption Weekend continues until closing tonight, and 
all day tomorrow at PetSmart locations. And that is our show for today, produced by Ben Dooley with Andrew Ferreira at the controls. We always appreciate your feedback. If you have a comment or thought about the show, drop me a line at sterling at cknw.com. I'm Sterling Fox. Join us again next Saturday at 2 for another edition of Vancouver Consumer on 980 CKNW. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.